The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. We are back for another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. I have a special guest for you guys today. Ms. Caitlin Hosking is coming to discuss self-sabotage and shadow work, and it is going to be an episode that you're going to want to bookmark and come back to because this is not my zone of genius and this is not the shit that we normally get into in the podcast, (laughs) but it is so essential and I think it's going to be really eye-opening. So welcome to the show, Caitlin. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to have this discussion today with you and introduce your audience to some of these concepts, which are very important. Well, I think they're very important. (laughs) I agree. I think they're really important. Why don't we give everyone an idea of what we mean when we say shadow work before we get into the good stuff? Yeah. So the easiest way to explain it, which was explained by can't remember his name, Robert something. But essentially the shadow is everything that's in our subconscious and that we have disowned or denied. And this is created in childhood. Um, And we think it's not just negative things. So shadow also gets like a bad connotation because of the word shadow. It's not just negative things. There's also what we call the golden shadow. And so they're all the sort of positive things we've disowned as well. So a lot of the times when people are looking and they're getting very jealous or um, they're comparing themselves to someone else. And this is something we see a lot in business. It's actually, that's also part of their shadow where they've disowned maybe a more confident part of themselves or an empowered part or whatever it is. And then of course there's the quote unquote negative aspects that we've disowned, which will be like selfishness, rudeness, these sorts of things. So everything that's just gone into this bag and we drag around this bag, we can't get rid of it but it becomes our triggers. It becomes things that hold us back, all of these things. So yeah, that's the easiest way to kind of think about it, explain it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even when I first heard the term shadow, it was like, oh, this mysterious thing that's like hidden behind the door. And I don't know, do we want to go there? Do we want to explore that? Why do you think people are so hesitant to explore their shadows or even unaware of what their shadows are? Well, Two things. Firstly, if you're conscious of like the word shadow work and you're starting to get there, then it kind of feels like Pandora's box. And you're like, shit, if I open up this, maybe I will actually find out I am unworthy or I'm going to find something I really don't like. And then, you know, once I see it, I can't unsee it and the whole world's going to explode. So that's, that's if you're conscious of it for if you're just hearing about it, it's because your brain intentionally hides it from you. And it does that because the things that are hidden in your shadow were hidden because you needed to survive as a child. And so however you got your needs met through praise and punishment from your caregivers or your parents is what created the shadow. So just say you're, as you're growing up, this is a very common one, very academic. And your parents are like, good job. You're so academic. You're so smart all of these things, you start to create these belief systems. Like if I'm not smart enough, then I'm not, I'm not good enough. 
And so when we see this high overachieving perfectionism, know-it-all um, starts to turn into imposter syndrome, that's those shadows actually starting to come in. So, but we're not aware of them because we didn't understand that our parents when, or our caregivers when we were younger were praising us in these certain ways and the brain just started to dissociate. And because it feels unsafe to just say be stupid, it just hides it and it just goes, no, I'm not ever going to be stupid. No one's ever going to know that I'm stupid. So I'm just going to become super smart and super book smart and I need to know all the answers all the time. But we don't understand why it feels so hard not to know the answers. I love that you compared it to Pandora's box because I feel like that's a lot of how people feel coming into even personal development work. It's like, fuck, another like story, another limiting belief. Is this a limiting belief? Like there's always this new level. It's like, you're never fully to completeness. You're never to like the final level. Cause what even is the final level? And it's so the same thing when you're navigating this aspect of yourself, that's been essentially suffocated for so long. So when you start to identify your shadows I mean I guess my first question is like how do you identify those shadows how do you say this is a part of my shadow self versus like this is a limiting belief I mean they all kind of start to come together yeah (laughs) they all start to blend and you can use limiting beliefs to find your shadows for example like you know if I my belief was I'm not smart enough then I'm going to go and be able to find the shadows around that. Cause it's like, why am I not smart enough? Or why is it so important to me that I have to be seen in this certain aspect? Because whatever that aspect is that I want to bring into the light, the opposite is in the shadow. It's like asking the really hard questions. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of fear around the shadow work because I mean, yeah, it definitely can feel like Pandora's box, but The thing that I really love about shadow work is that once we actually pull them out and we see them because they're, whether you want it to or not, it's running the show. Mm, Yes. All of the fear, all of your triggers, all of the comparison, all of the shit that you, that's holding you back is part of the shadow. But the process of shadow work isn't about pulling it out and then being like, oh my God, I am actually unworthy. I am actually those things. That's not shadow work. Shadow work is looking at it from more of a neutral perspective and then integrating it and going, oh, okay, this part is here. I have a part of me that isn't as smart as I believe I should be or isn't as bold or confident or whatever as I believe I should be. So how can I bring that and start to give that part of me love and acceptance? Through that love and acceptance of all parts of us, because we have all parts. If we think about a child, right? The child's running around. They're kind of two, three years old. They've got no filter. They are pushing over their brother. They're punching them in the face. They're like, no, I don't want to give him my sandwich. Like selfish, rude, all of these things. And we start to say, you can't be like that. You need to be kind. You need to be nice to your brother. You need to share. And so the child has all parts, but they've started to get cut off. And so we have all parts still, but we are now cutting them off instead of our parents. And so when we actually go through this process of bringing them back to the light and saying, hey, I see you, I love you, you can be here, they stop holding us back. Mm. So is the goal to coexist with them or to heal them? 
coexist, mm. to stop having such a big fucking story about it, to stop going, oh, if I have this limiting belief or if I have this thing come up, it means I truly am unworthy. It's actually to go, think of them as like little children that are just kind of stuck in this immature state because you've never spent time with them or helped them grow into what they can be. And when you actually do that, they, they just settle down. Like they just settle down because you can see it. And the way I use this analogy is imagine you're in a dark room and all the lights are off and you're trying to get your goal is on the other side of that dark room. And so every time you try to get to your goal, you keep running into things and you're like, why do I keep repeating these patterns in my life? Every time I go to launch my business or, you know, do this thing, I just can't seem to get there. And I just keep ending back at square one. So these are all your shadows that have created all these blocks. And so when you come in and do shadow work, you turn on the lights and you go, oh, there's this thing over here. There's this thing over here. There's this thing over here. Okay, now I can see it. And now I understand it and I can love it. It starts just to sort of soften. And then you can find your way and you can actually start to work your way through the brain, through your triggers, through everything, and you can get to that goal. But before that, people just try to use discipline, hustle, you know, these sorts of things to like force their way there. But because those shadows still exist, they're still on the rat race forever, trying to chase this, you know, carrot essentially. And they're never going to get there because those shadows will keep you unhappy, even if you have quote unquote, everything you want. How does that come up in business? Like, do you see it coming up like, oh, these are the trends I see commonly for business owners, or is it genuinely so unique to every individual? There's, there's always trends. And so it's <laughs> everyone I talk to, like lay down, lay down, lay down. It's always going to be the same thing. But one thing that I would love to like kind of speak to is how much it drains our actual energy. Mm. And so if we think about showing up online, okay, so most of us want to show up online in a certain way. We want to look a certain way. We want to present a certain way. And this is the ego or the persona actually. And the persona is just Latin for mask. So it's the mask we wear when we go out and we're like, I want people to think of me this way because that makes me good. And if I'm good, then I'm lovable. I'm safe. Mm. We show up online being this certain way. And it's like, imagine you've got an apple and you're going to spend that whole day holding the apple, but you can't let anyone see the apple. And so you're talking to someone, you're hiding it behind your back. And then you've got to turn around from that person. So you've got to put it in the front. So you're thinking constantly about this fucking apple. So when you're showing up, your apple are the parts of you you're trying to hide. And so over the day, over the course of the day or the month, you get more exhausted, more exhausted, more exhausted. So you, you're going to stop wanting to show up at some stage. Yeah. And like, how can you be fully in the moment focused on what you're doing if you're constantly thinking about, is this apple showing? Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, oh, what happens if someone thinks this or does this or my client's going to do this or they see me in this light and you just post a story on Instagram live and then you spend the entire day being like, oh, this wasn't good enough or I should have said this or like, it's just, it's so exhausting. And so as business owners, 
we're creatively drained. Yeah. We're losing our inspiration because we're not being authentic. We're not, we're not being ourselves. We're so afraid of all of the parts of us actually coming out that we can't even step into our full power because of it. If you know deep in your soul that 2022 is going to be the year you break through six figures in your business, I invite you to join the 2022 cohort of the CEO Mastermind. The CEO Mastermind is a five-month experience where your big business dreams transform into a flourishing and fulfilling business reality. We have a few spots left and we kick off in February. So you can go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash mastermind for all of the details and to claim your spot. How has it come through in your own life, in your own business? I mean, I personally know a few instances just because we've been working together for so long, but like you are the queen of shadow work. You teach about this concept in a way that I've never seen before. And it's because you fully embody doing your own shadow work. So I'd love for you to just share some of your own experience. Yeah, I think the biggest one for me was definitely imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. And for me, that like, just like for the first year or so of my business, it was so excessive that I just could barely move. Mm. And it, it, it showed up as, for me, it was definitely the like, I'm not smart enough. And that's because I come from a highly academic family. And so I believed I had to know all the answers to be able to move forward. And so I would read and read and read. I have multiple university degrees, certifications, masters in light. Like I have so many things. And so the way it showed up was very sneaky, right? Because I look like I'm doing the right thing by society standards. I'm studying, I'm being, you know, I'm making all the plans, I'm ticking all the boxes. But deep down, there was such a fear of actually stepping in and launching and being seen because what happens if I was being seen and I was on a big stage and someone asked me a question and I didn't know the answer. And so I had to start to really work with this part when I started to do my own shadow work. And it also showed up not having boundaries with clients because I was so scared that they would just think, oh, she doesn't know enough. And that's why she's not replying. Wow. Constantly on perfectionism, people pleasing, all of it came up through this imposter syndrome and that I'm not smart enough fear. And so I went in and I started doing a lot of subconscious work with this part. And I remember because I do like visualizations and I remember the first time I met this part and I literally rolled my eyes in my own visualization because my stupid part, which is what I needed to work with, that was the shadow, was just like this ditzy, blonde like Britney Spears and hit the baby one more time. She's just like, that's how I visualized her. And she comes in and she's like, hi. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> why are you like this? And I could just see how much of my judgments came up for that. And people who actually act like that as well. And that's what, you know, it's another way we can work with the shadow. Look at who you judge and how you judge them. Mm. 
So I, I brought her in and I started this conversation. I started doing the work with her. And one of my favorite questions is like, what's your gift for me? And she said, well, I make you curious. I've gotten you to where you are because you started questioning things. You wanted to know more answers. You wanted to understand more, which really moved you forward to where you get to be today. And with that, it was like my heart unlocked and I was like, oh, like it's actually okay to be stupid because if you know it all, if you think you have all the answers, you can't grow. And so instead of calling this part like the stupid part of me, I just call it Curious Caitlin. Oh, I love that. What a beautiful transformation. Yeah, and, and it just, it all happened within 20 minutes because I actually sat down after 27 years of like fighting this part, hating this part, being like, no, you can't be here. You're so bad. And then just having this like love for her and being like, thank you so much for keeping me safe for getting my needs met and for helping me to get to where I am today. And that is, that's the beauty of shadow work. It's not about getting rid of these parts or making them because you can't, like you can try all you want, you can't do it. <laughs> and trust me, I've tried with drugs and alcohol and many other things. It doesn't work. But when I integrated, now the fear isn't there. If someone goes, oh, you don't know that, I'll be like, no, I don't. Can you explain it to me or let me go find out? Rather than oh, I'm an idiot because I don't know that. Right, or making it mean something. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned triggers earlier in the episode too. Is that kind of an indication of like when you're noticing the same kind of patterns trigger you, that's an indication that there's a shadow somewhere that needs to be confronted with love? Yes, triggers, judgments, um, patterns, those are big three. So triggers just mean when something's triggering you, it's not that because usually we think it's a person or like a situation. It's actually not. It's the meaning that we're creating behind that circumstance or that personal situation. And when we're triggered, it can just, I straight away know that a client is being triggered because there's something disowned within them. And so just say you see, I don't know, Tony Robbins. And I remember being so triggered by Tony Robbins. I was like, this prick is so arrogant <laughs> and he is such a like, whatever it was. Yeah. And it was because I wasn't owning my own arrogance. I wasn't owning that part of me that wanted to be as big and as bold as Tony Robbins can be. And so it was, instead of me going, it's his fault for pissing me off and he's an asshole, you can turn it around and go, hmm, what is it about me that I'm not owning and then start to bring that into the light. And again, that, that's where the golden part comes in because people could definitely say that I'm arrogant because I'm like, I know my shit. This is the way it is. And I'm going to tell you how it is. And so that's the same. I wanted to have the same level as him, which can come across as arrogance, but it can also come across as love, helping people, all of these things as well. And so it's, it's just depending on how you want to look at something. But if you have a trigger, instead of getting plugged in and creating this discomfort in your body and this whole story, just take a breath. <sighs> okay, what's really going on here? What am I actually thinking about? And to start to dig 
And you'll see over time, like this takes a lot of time. I've been doing this for six years. But you will start to see how much of our own shit, especially from childhood, is coming out today and creating this disconnect or whatever dissonance in our life. And as soon as we do it, life fucking changed. The willingness to like ask those questions in the first place sets it all in motion. And I feel like that's the first step. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because we're usually so busy, like with our head in one door, looking at it going, this is the only story. This is the only way we can live. This is the only reality. Yeah. And it's your fault that I'm feeling like this. And it's my parents fault for raising me this way. And it's whatever's fault for the taxes and the money. And it's like, okay, if we just shut that door for a moment and step out, not even shut the door, leave the door open, step out and go, what other doors are there? How else can I look at this? What else can I bring in that's actually going to help me move forward in a resourceful way? Yeah. We're so busy being triggered and pissed off at things or comparing and judging that we're refusing to see our other options. And so we stay stuck in the same position for fucking months instead of, you know, the way I do shadow work is like done in a couple of hours and then you move forward. It's not digging into your dark past for months and months and months on end. I'm like, there's no point. You bring up the things that are stopping you right now and you move forward. And then when you hit the next roadblock, you go, what's this? And then you move forward. Do you know what's coming to mind right now for me? Um, have you ever seen Monsters, Inc? Where there's just like all the different doors that trap in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the unlimited amount of doors, just like pick one, it's going to take you to a different spot. Um, so, I mean, I know this is not like a one sentence answer, but I would just love if you could share like maybe your favorite tip. Okay, I have asked the hard questions. I'm, I'm opening a different door. I'm seeing the shadow. How do I start to work through that process then? It's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but where to start? Where to start? It depends on where you're at in your personal development journey as well. Um, the way I do things with visualizations is something, if you've never done it, it needs to be guided because otherwise you have no idea what you're doing. Um, but if you can just sit down and grab a journal and start to write, like what is coming up for me right now? What am I most afraid of? And even if you think about like triggers and judgments, they're just fears that are coming up. And so if you can just start to see like, okay, this is my fear. And you can even use Byron Katie on this. So the four questions, is it true? Like, when I was launching group coaching, my biggest fear is no one would sign up. It was like, is this true? I was like, well, no, I can't know that. So no, it's not true because there's no, literally no way. And then question two, if you answered yes, would be like, how do you know it's true? But we skipped that because the answer was no. And it's like, who am I when I believe this? And so I don't show up. I hide. I don't go on Instagram. I don't tell people I'm a coach. Um, multiple other things. I get addicted to drugs and alcohol that like, that was part of it because I was like, no, one's going to sign up. What's the point? I'm so hopeless. I'm used to someone worthy. And so it's really getting clear on how this was holding me back. And then the next question is if I didn't believe this, what, what could happen? What would change? And so I would start to list, okay, 
I would show up consistently. I would do the marketing. I would get a business coach. I would do all the things. I would do this work. And the way I started to move forward in my business was every day I would write down what else, what would I do if I didn't believe this? And I would start taking those actions. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. And I loved what you said earlier too, about like, what's your gift for me? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, how has this part or how's this fear actually helped me? And a lot of times we'll be like, well, it hasn't helped me because it's not moving me forward. <laughs> I don't mean right now. <laughs> I mean, in the past, how did, you know, me with the, I'm not smart enough believe because I work so hard at uni, I got so much praise and love from my parents. And so they were giving me all of this and that's what I needed at that stage because I had really low self-esteem. And so it was like this part of me really helped me fit in with my family, felt like I belonged, felt loved, felt all these things. So it's like, oh, perfect, thank you. But now I don't, I don't need that. I can actually start to move forward in a way that's authentic and real for me and give myself that love and that validation. Oh my gosh, this is, I mean, this just needs to be talked about more. This is why you do what you do. Please share with the Aligned and Ambitious fam where to find you, what you have going on. Definitely stay connected with Caitlin because she has these incredible immersion experiences that pop up several times throughout the year. And like she's saying, like, we don't need to drag this on for years. Like her work is deep and it's fast and it's powerful. So where can we connect with you? Amazing. Um, so just Instagram's my easiest. So complete underscore by Caitlin. And all of the details are there. I have a website, completebycaitlin.com. Um, but yeah, Instagram always, and my door is always open because I know that this work can, it can bring up a lot and it can feel really scary. And if you are ever feeling scared or you have some questions or you're not sure it's for you, just, just reach out and ask because it's not for everyone at the stage they might be or might not be at. But if you're like, oh, I think it is for me, then just ask the questions because there's never any shame in asking for help. There's never any shame in going, this is what I need and all of those things. So my door's always open. So please come and find me. Oh my gosh. Like this was such a good episode. Thank you for sharing all of your gifts. We will link everything in the show notes so they can connect with you. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right, guys, we will see you next time on Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.